welcome to Bed Bash and Beyond. We are getting into the women tell all. And again, I have my friend Amalia here with me. If you weren't tuning into our last episode where we talked about hometown, she joined me for those as well. And she's a fairly newer bachelor buff. I definitely wrapped her into it just because she's hilarious. I know her from college and I just knew that she would be so into this commentary that we do. Me and her and Aubrey uh, were really close in college. So it just made sense for her to get wrapped into this when we got reconnected recently virtually yes many people have yes super excited to be at back for episode two hopefully i'll be back for many oh yeah because hopefully hopefully the listeners like me um <laughs> it doesn't matter i like you yeah. are you <laughs> like are you there bachelor nation it's are me amalia here? are you here for amalia are you living yeah. for not that are um, you is are you there god it's me margaret are you yeah. there bachelor nation it's, it's me, me amalia, amalia. <laughs> So we're here to break down the women's hell all again. Um, but to be honest, I feel like we got into more nitty gritty with the last episode. And I don't know, this women's hell all was like pretty boring. D- considering all the drama that the season was, it was just like a boring. This, it was an eye roll. Yeah, it was, such it was a eye massive roll. eye roll because it was like, are you really going to preview this women tell all of like, we're going to get into the drama mm-hmm. and then just cut it off? Like, I don't know. It was boring. I I don't know. My overall feeling about it was it was boring. Usually during Women be- Tell All, when they're all catty, there's a bunch of times where they all start talking over each other. And not that I wanted that. Because of the drama and the toxicity and all of this trash that some of the women brought. Um, yeah. Was the fact that it actually is, I think, for Bachelor Nation and for the show that this is and the way that these women acted that some of the the way that they acted towards other women on the show that they are heavy conversations yeah so I didn't want I didn't want the women speaking over women trash I didn't want that because I think and they realized they couldn't have that oh no because it wasn't like a well Amy stole my shoes and she got her toe like you know it wasn't it was it was so much more elevated like the issues here were elevated issues and they were huge issues and they really just skated over them. Yeah. They skated over them. I didn't, I didn't want the women talking over each other either, but I just thought that based on all the garbage and all like Mm -hmm. the heavy things that had happened that I just kind of expected, I kind of expected it, but we didn't get anything. We didn't get that. We didn't get any heavy conversations. It was like, they were all like muzzled. Right. It was like, I wasn't, I didn't want the women talking over each other, but I also didn't want Chris Harrison, which is what happened being like, so remember this terrible moment, let's replay it. And then one girl being like, this is how I felt. Another girl being like, this is how I felt. Another girl being like, well, I think you're wrong. And then Chris Harrison being like, well, that's all we have for that moment. Yeah, exactly. There was like nothing. And it was like, I understand that you have an amount of time that you need to fit in like you have a time limit like yeah but quite honestly I feel like this women tell all should have been two hours yeah I don't know but they again they wanted to be safe they didn't whether it happened or it didn't we're not sure either they didn't give it to us or it wasn't there that's gonna I'm gonna make a t-shirt with the season number on it that says that (laughs) Um, so we noticed right away that some people are missing. We don't have Sarah Trot, which I guess isn't a big surprise. I thought maybe she would come out at the end, but she didn't. I mean, I didn't really think I, yeah. that would happen, but whatever. Clearly she's I, yeah. done. I, 
I wasn't surprised because she went home to see her dad. So she left and she left the premises. Right. She left the premises. So she couldn't come back. Yeah. Because she broke um, the quarantine. Um, also, okay. I think they filmed the live. Oh, no. They must film the live on the resort in yeah. this case. Yeah, you're right. Um, so can we talk about Chris Harrison walks out? The second Chris Harrison walks out, and I mean, like, everyone was going crazy about this, is he's walking out and there is a fucking subtitle that says filmed on february 4th i know i noticed that too. and it was like oh my god it was literally bachelor nation being like he's not our fault i know, you know fault. i was trying to think i thought that and i was like is that usually there because sometimes they because sometimes the setting um confuses people because it's the live show setting but it's pre-taped so i was trying to remember if they do that all the time but I don't I mean, from, know from right. what I saw on Twitter and all of the, the speaks around it yeah. is that this is this, they did this because Chris Harrison stepped down. Yeah. But then this was filmed and yeah. this was shown. I guess they were so, talking to all the idiots that were just going to like rip it up. I mean, online not knowing. <laughs> yeah. They were saying this, it was bachelor nation and it was the producers and it was ABC being like, this was done before, before all this happened because now ABC is saying that we'll get the final the last episode but they're going to have a new host for the final rose yeah. which is the um football player right kind of yeah part of me kind of wanted them to pick somebody from bachelor nation I, actually not even wanted me to i think it's great whatever it's fine that it's him um but part of me thought it was interesting i guess like aubrey likes to remind me from a business standpoint that they didn't pick somebody from the franchise because they're really losing a lot of um those like middle american mm-hmm. uh, viewers they're really pissed about the chris harrison thing so i thought that it was interesting that they didn't kind of um give the opportunity to somebody in their uh in their hemisphere which plenty of people would have deserved it and done a great job so i thought yeah. that was kind of interesting that they just like picked this this guy i'm not really sure what his significance is but just the fact that he's not from the hemisphere I feel like is dividing those viewers even even yeah. more uh, so I'm not I'm not really sure like how that'll work out for them but I mean yeah we have a new host for after the final row so we'll see how he does but yeah they had to tell us uh sorry oh God, dead on this earlier yeah dead right yeah. when he came out like underneath his chin like yeah like all over his body yeah I think you're right that definitely isn't usually there but and so, then so but yeah we're missing women so I couldn't I couldn't tell who we were missing and I know you have a much keener sharper Sherlock Holmes so, eye for this we were missing uh Sarah Trot. we were missing Marilyn who was the really soft-spoken woman who um who Victoria like oh my god Just on the first episode ripped apart she wasn't there um Heather wasn't there but I guess later people sleuthed it that she was there and at she one point there. she came out and filmed something but they just cut her all the hell out um and then we didn't have Maggie who was the Ethiopian right. woman because she was probably just like fuck this franchise and all this shit so she wasn't there um and I think that's it that I can think of yeah I think that's it yeah because the other thing is I mean, a lot of the times we saw those other women, but they were not interviewed. Like their segments were not shown. It was yeah. really seeing women in the kind of outskirts of the main women that they talked to. Yeah. And it starts off with, you know, Chris Harrison just kind of doing the 
basic this is all of the drama that happened during this yeah so we and no go ahead oh, no no you're good so we start with um i don't know i wrote down first that we start with some mj stuff and this girl still doesn't want to be real about anything oh she's God. still saying she was injecting she was like at one point saying that she just was trying to inject humor into things she was like i did own up to him when i sat down with him in private i did own up to him and she didn't and then she said she might as well have said i lead by example but she probably knew better than to say that because the internet ripped her apart for that one like what example what are yeah. you talking about um but she did say we're all here to lift each other up i don't know she's still trying to like sell her kumbaya thing and i yeah, just like wasn't really here, here for it. it yeah i mean i was not here for it because i think the big thing that she also didn't address was the the, the biggest thing that was out of her kumbaya character was the y'all want to see me fight grab your popcorn comment yeah I don't the fact that she was like i love to fight and i can get i can do this and like that was not addressed um but also i mean like when she brings up the fact that she did own up to it to matt and it's kind of like okay well like i want some receipts yeah like i want to where's the film and as a fan as a watcher i was kind of like okay so bachelor nation where that film at yeah i remember then again, though her they not doing could, it well i mean i wonder if it never made it live and yeah. then of course like they could have edited that was a question of like so mj saying that she did own up to matt uh so does that mean that bachelor nation just like is getting called out now for heavily editing and making mj look much more like a villain because yeah. i mean if she did own up to it in private then that gives this a whole yeah spectrum she could have been trying to like just clear it if that really is what she did but i don't know she didn't nobody really uh grilled her about how she spoke to to jesenia before she went home and that was like a real problem like that was really horrible the way she spoke to her and kind of just like she went off the rails and was just like pretty verbally uh she was just berating her kind of not good so that wasn't really brought up and we didn't really hear from her after that whatever um and then we move on to victoria who we never really got to talk me and you about Victoria, but Aubrey, you know, hates, 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 hates Victoria. And I liked Victoria for what, for her, I don't know. I, I didn't approve of the ways that she was treating other people, but I did right. find some of her actions to be humorous. I have found her. Oh, funny. yeah. I'm going to be honest. There yeah. were some moments where I was like, okay, like this. Wait, do funny. I like her? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's what I was like, wait a second. Like when she intros and she's like being the sassy girl, I was like, okay, maybe this is a thing. But then it got to, I think everybody got to this place where then it got cruel. Yeah, it got, yeah, it it got not good. It moved, yeah, it moved from insecurities and cattiness to straight up cruelty. And then it was kind of just sad to see her like kind of just self-destruct and like kind of show everybody that to a degree she was pretty delusional. Mm-hmm. to uh her place in all of it and how she was affecting people um so i don't know i feel like this might have been the opportunity for her to like maybe show a different side of her and she just i thought she made herself look worse the whole time basically she um invalidated all the people that she hurt and made it about right. herself like i like i thought that was a little shocking like she did she did say sorry to ryan and that was pretty much the one thing we delved on with her, which again, like so she, she caused a lot of, she should have okay. gone in the hot seat, but I think that they were yeah. scared to put her there um, yeah. because of backlash. But again, it's like, okay, well, 
here's where we talk about that stuff. Like how I was saying on a couple of uh, the past episodes, I said, you know, if I ever like Chris Harrison, I like him in the live shows and at the um, Women Till All and Men Till All and After the Final Rose, because he is kind of good at um, getting people to like really talk about what happened. I mean, granted, we obviously have seen that he has a lot to um, become aware of for him, his own, you know, his own deals he needs to confront but for the most part he's he's like a well-oiled machine with this with this uh these finales and he gets people to talk more so I don't really know why she wasn't in the hot seat and why he kind of wasn't like you know you really um caused a lot of problems this season and you know what do you think like I just we needed that we needed that and in the past he has talked about you know people having an abusive nature or abusive um language he's he's confronted people about that so what for whatever reason they just again beat it around the bush with her and she was just like I'm sorry that you have emotional anger that I called you a hoe and do you think that you're like sensitive yeah do you think that you're sensitive and the yeah the gaslighting and the victim blaming yeah well would you say you're sensitive sensitive person well I mean people made fun of me for my sty, and it was like girl not the no. same like, yeah not the same so this is weird not a con- it's not a contest yeah it's not a who who got made fun of who got bullied more on the internet because they're not talking about the people on the internet yeah they're talking about the shit that you said and they're giving you space to apologize and you're not doing it yeah okay it was pretty so, bad yeah so at this point I'm pretty sure that we go to a, our first commercial break now we come back when we come back from the first commercial break i got mad i got oh, mad well was this when like the attack on katie started happening so this is before that so we come back from the first commercial break and chris harrison is sitting there and he goes welcome back to the women tell all it's already very heated with these women and i was like who, who, what it's not very heated not at all it's a couple women it's a couple women sharing their feelings being like well I disagree with you like it was I can comfortably say that like nothing was heated with that it was women sitting in their seats being like well why do you think that well what is that like they had NPR voices like I am more animated now Mm -hmm. I am much more animated now than the way they were talking there and Chris Harrison's calling it very heated unless they cut it but yeah, I mean, I was so annoyed by that because they yeah. should have cut that too. Like it yeah. wasn't very heated. So mm-hmm. don't try and sell this like women attacking women bullshit of very mm-hmm. heated because I'm more heated now yeah. than it was what he was describing. And I thought that was very, very like trying to sell the cat fight, trying yeah. to sell the trash, yeah. trying to sell this, this, this angle, but then not even letting that happen. Not That's showing true. That. You know what? They probably didn't, it probably didn't happen because if it did, they would have shown it because like I was saying mm-hmm. before, I'm not saying that I was looking for it or hoping for it because it's always kind of exhausting when they're shouting over each other, but it wasn't included. And I feel like that's kind mm-hmm. of like a wrap up that goes along with like, oh, the women to all like, oh, so heated, so catty. And it's like, they didn't really do that. So I was kind of like, huh. And we didn't really talk about anything. It's like, huh. They kind of just like calmly were expressing things and you're still going to say it was like, but it wasn't, we know what that's like. And it's not this. So anyway, then we we jump into Katie. So I forget exactly. I think Katie speaks first a little bit. She doesn't go up in the hot seat yet, but um, basically Katie just, you know, reiterates, like I was just not really standing for kind of the language that was 
you know, being used and just the environment that was being creative. I didn't want, you know, the other women to be around it. I didn't want to be in it. I didn't want Matt to be affected by it. I've no, I've always stood by her. I, I know a lot of people on the internet have been coming to her side as well, but it was pretty shocking. Yeah. How everybody ganged up on her. And I thought, oh that my God, was so strange. Like I, was rolling their eyes at her. Everybody had something to say. Like if anybody said anything, it was like to be irritated at Katie. I was blown away. So by weird. the fact that these women continued to jump on Katie. And I think, so I love that at some point she said that Someone called Katie out on things that she had said uh, before, things that she said on the show, things that she had just said, something about like karma, like pretty much like karma's a bitch. Like if you were a bitch on television, like you're going to look like a bitch, karma's a bitch. And someone, someone called her out on that and they were, I don't remember who, but they were like, so are you saying we like deserved the the shout outs and like the the people yeah, like yeah. coming for us on the internet which was not and, a good thing for her to say but i also appreciate that katie during this time then said you're right i'm learning yeah. let me correct myself now she that doesn't i'm doesn't act well under it. pressure she right when she gets uh when people confront her she doesn't act well under pressure but i also really appreciated that she was like there's a difference between karma and yeah, putting like your foot threats. in your mouth yeah. and she was like yeah there's a karma there's a difference between like calling you out on your bullshit like reddit users and bachelor nation tweeting about your bullshit and death threats and she was yeah. like death threats are unacceptable yeah bullying right. is unacceptable but yeah. calling you out on the fact that you gaslit people that's yeah. karma bitch yeah she yeah that's that's true she did have a point in saying that you're right and then of course they were like wrapping it up and after that they were still all wrapping it all together and being like but we still don't like you and you could see in her face yeah. like, what the fuck like you could see it all yeah. over her face so I don't know I just felt like everybody that had an issue with her I don't know I wouldn't be friends with them in real life I, I just I yeah even, even Chelsea was like where did Chelsea come from I had no clue that Chelsea was so anti-Katie because we never saw know. that on the show we never saw that but we did see at one point she said you know I don't think that the house is toxic, which was not good because just because you're experience you're experiencing something, I just felt like it was invalidating to the other people that were having yeah. such a hard time in the house. And I was kind of shocked that it came from her. And then she doubled down on it again in the in the women tell all and she said, Oh that again. my god. And I was like, You've been able to watch it back now. So you've been able to see other people's like intimate moments as well, not just what you were around for, and you're still saying that. I mean, I I think that was weird. I think too that Chelsea, Chelsea before the women tell all came out with a pretty squeaky clean reputation. She did. She was well liked Mm -hmm. by fans. Like Mm -hmm. she comported herself like quite well on the show. Uh, She did pretty well. She was nice. People liked her. She wasn't one of the mean, she wasn't roped in on the mean girl trope. Um, And then she digs in on Katie on women tell all. And it was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing like you are aware like because all these girls know about the internet hate so they you are aware how much bachelor nation loves katie yeah like you know that they're calling for her to become the new bachelorette and then you sit there and you dig in on her when you already like you could have got out scot-free yeah and i don't know maybe maybe she wants more television time or something but the thing that kills me is when she says 
the house wasn't toxic until you acknowledged that it was toxic oh yeah oh yeah and it it was was like are you fucking kidding me that you're saying that that's like yeah my jaw dropped when she was was saying that (gasps) I was like oh you're not who I thought you were like I don't know it was just kind of a weird moment I mean that kind of logic is so harmful yeah not good that kind of gaslighting that kind of logic and applying that to things is so harmful because I mean that's what we're seeing now in the United States where it's like well it wasn't racist until you told us it was racist until you said that blackface was racist yeah. like it wasn't racist until that happened yeah or like it, about it wasn't 2021 or in 2018 yeah. it's like well it wasn't anti-semitic until you until, told us mm-hmm. that it yeah. was anti-Semitic. It's like, weird. it's like that logic is very harmful. Yeah. And I just was blown away Me that too. it came out of Chelsea. Me I would have, I would have expected it from a lot of the other girls. I would have expected it from someone like Victoria, from MJ, this kind of like twisting of words, but Chelsea sitting there and just seeming so self-righteous and the way of saying, well, it wasn't toxic until you acknowledged it toxic. And then we just ended there. Yeah, much. we just ended it there. Nobody, no, Chris Harrison didn't push that conversation at all, which we deserved. Um, I think Katie did a pretty good job at handling herself. Yeah. Um, the issue because she's a queen and Jasenia did come to her defense. I think the last thing that we heard was Jasenia kind of was the only one that was like uh, kind of reiterating that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she was meaning to light fires, I, I that kind of a thing. And she kind of came to her side, which I guess wasn't surprising to me, even though she had that mean girl moment with Heather. Um, but yeah, we didn't talk yeah. about that. That was it. That was it. And we didn't press that. And then- um, Well, also I- the fact that we only see Jacinia come to Katie's aid. So I wonder with how much they filmed, how much they filmed if any of the girls did come to Katie's side and defense- yeah. And I if they edit that out, I don't, I don't know. I can like, see on their faces. I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, Brittany should have come to Katie's defense. Mm-hmm. Like some of the other girls should have come to Katie's defense. And I think their silence on it also showed this fucked upness of this whole thing. And just the fact that they gave more space and more time to people ragging on Katie than people defending Katie. Yeah. Because I can comfortably say, that what Katie did was right. Yes, absolutely. You saw it was the see something, say something. Right. It was absolutely and right. You could she, see she was yeah. shocked too. And it was, she saw women being hurt and bullied and manipulated. And she saw a unhealthy and a, no, I don't want to use the word toxic again, because toxic seems like so teenagery. It yeah. wasn't and even that. we were misusing it left and right. right. It was harmful. The things that these women were doing were harmful. And she saw this and she saw something and she said something. She said something to someone who could do something. So anyway, so then we get to Brittany and they kind of get real with Brittany, which I like. Oh, that was, that was like the Brittany Anna part was the, I mean, like it was the apex of this episode. Like it was very clearly the meat and potatoes of this episode. It was meat and potatoes. They need to, they needed to acknowledge that. So at least they acknowledge that, but I don't think that they dipped too far into any of the bullying, which they should have, because they were so worried about the backlash that had happened from people being like, we don't want this. And it's like, okay, yeah, but we would have liked an intelligent conversation about how it shouldn't be happening. Like, that's what we go to these. That's, that's what I like these 
final finale mm-hmm. shows for is when we confront things. So I just thought that was weird that they like, I, I think they nixed it on purpose. So then we talked to Brittany and she basically goes up to the hot scenes. She handles herself like a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, people were, the girls were generally on her side. And I love that she said, you know, there's nothing wrong with that industry. Um, yes. that she, uh. I love that. I love that. I thought that was so important for her to say, um, but it was just quick, her thoughts on it. There's nothing wrong with it, but that's not me. And I didn't deserve that rumor, which is true. Right. So and we get Anna's like weird apology. And I did kind of feel bad that she was like, so clearly trying not to show her teeth because the internet like ripped her mouth apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that made me kind of sad when I saw that she was trying to like hide her emotions and you could just tell yeah. that she was like shitting a brick the whole time about yeah. how people were going to perceive her. Um, not like what she did was right, but I thought that part was kind of warm too, because she apologizes to Brittany kind of sketchy that Brittany said she never reached out to her. She had this whole time to like, even not even a DM, like nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're here now and you want to apologize. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Anna's kind of like a squeamish. I don't know. I don't think she can deal with confrontation. Yeah. Doesn't really know I how think to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. I will but, say though, I was here for the apology. Yeah. I was here I for the apology. It was, it was I, great. I think that she, I don't think that she's a, a mean girl. I think that mm-hmm. she really does understand that what she did was like not good. And even when she was leaving the season, she was like, you know, he doesn't deserve somebody that, you know, that would come out of their mouth. I remember her yep. saying that I was like, Ooh, like, and she was really the only one that owned up to everything she did, like every single thing she did. So yep. even though she didn't reach out to her, I mean, maybe she was scared, who knows, but she did incessantly tell Brittany, like, you know, I am sorry. And I do really regret this. And I thought it was sweet that not sweet, but um, it was a great example of how Brittany was like, you know, I can relate to you saying something that I didn't mean and, you know, hurting another woman and bringing them down when that's kind of not how we, any yeah. of us want to come across and not, not how we act. But, you know, we've all done that before. So, um, right. Thank you. And I think she basically just says like, thank you. And yeah. And I really appreciate that Anna came out and she didn't try to rationalize. Mm-mm. She said, I did something terrible Mm -hmm. and I own up and she, I also really appreciate the fact that she said, my apology is not going to take away the hurt. And I know that she's like, what I did has consequences and those consequences happen. Like I can't erase the past and I'm so sorry if I could, I would, but I understand I can't. And I don't think like, I mean, she wanted to validate Brittany on all ends and all sides and be like, this is my fault. She took full responsibility. She did not rationalize. And the thing that fucking killed me and the irony, I mean, the irony is Victoria interjects. Well, where do you think it came from? Like, why do you think you did this? Okay. You're not one to talk. Yeah. Especially because you haven't owned up at all. And first, my first thought was, it is incorrect and inappropriate for anyone other than Anna and Brittany to be having this conversation. Yeah. Uh, this was between Anna and Brittany. We're not talking about how other girls perpetuated the rumor. Mm-hmm. Like you have no position. You have no point to be in this conversation. And then I also love how she tried to, I mean, she kind of tried to set up a way for Anna to talk her way out of it. Yeah. And so- Anna, Anna didn't fall for the trap. She was like, where did it come from? She was like, it came from jealousy, insecurity, like low yeah, she self-confidence. Did say that. Yeah. She was like, it came from insecurity because I'm in a house with beautiful women and I'm insecure. She was like, I was insecure about myself. I was insecure about my relationship with Matt. And I lashed out and I said this, like yeah. she didn't try and talk her way out of it. And it was like, yeah. fuck you, Victoria. 
she did kind of like bring it to a little bit of a cringy area because I think it kind of threw Anna off and she she started saying, well, you know, I did get messages from people and it started going to a place that was just like not constructive at all. And I was like, don't, 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 please don't talk about the messages. And she got off of that. Like she realized that Victoria was trying to derail her and because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what messages she got. And right. She brought it back to the realness of it. So I appreciated that segment, but I don't know. I kind of wish they spent a little bit more time. Like, I kind of wish that Chris had addressed the camera, which he's done before. And instead of saying like, ooh, these women are heated, it could have been like, okay, so we finally addressed the bullying and we're having, you know, a conversation that needed to be had right. after this season. Like, just, I don't know. It just continues to be unimpressive this season and all the, I think, I don't yeah, know. I, I think because of that, I think that would have been great because I think that the Anna and Brittany thing had a really nice button on it because it was Brittany being like, like this is over, this has happened, but let us also talk about the fact that there's nothing wrong with sex work. There's nothing wrong. Like that mm-hmm. was a, a really wonderful button. You could yeah. see Chris Harrison get a little uncomfortable about it, Yeah. but she was just that so was eloquent mm-hmm. and it was really lovely. And she was like, this isn't about the industry you work in. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is about someone putting you down. Yeah. And somebody, you know, speaking for you when it's not their place to be speaking yeah. for you or your life when they don't know anything about you. I so, thought that was lovely. Yeah, um, I liked it. It was the best. I thought it was the best, um, one of the best segments. So then after that, well, of course, we just have to say Kit and Chanel is everything. Kit is wearing pink Chanel vest. Oh, yes. So there's that. Anyway. Kit, that, Kit and rolling that, in yeah, with that the, really the Blair just, Waldorf. Yeah. That stands on its own. I just have it in the notes, like Kit yeah, Kit just Blair Waldorfing and I, all I, over this. Yeah, show. I don't care about her working that aspect of her personality because that's definitely part of who she is. So I just love that she's always just so on point, and I think she deserves that. So yeah. anyway, this is where I thought it got weird. So they showed us a bunch of, um, so they they kind of addressed the bullying thing, kind of didn't, whatever. Then they show us like all these like fun parts of that date and other dates where they like played games and like. I thought I thought it was sad that we didn't get to see any of it and then they had to like photo dump it onto us at the women tell all because they wasted so much time showing us like girl drama and crap and you know the actual part that's kind of important you know the dates and the games and the whole you know the aspect of the show like they had to dump it on all of us in these like weird segments that they showed to like I thought that was weird it was like why don't we see these dates and I thought I, I liked that we saw them like eating the pancakes and chugging the beer and like we saw, kind of saw personalities. Yeah. It was like, why oh, didn't you yeah. show this? I was actually kind of like, I don't need to see these dates. I had issue well, with- Because they were ill-placed in the women tell all. Well, <laughs> but, also, but also the fact that like, I'm sorry, your date is to make a girl stick her hand in a bunch of bugs and get a ring. I don't like, I, I don't like that because that was very much like, oh, you have to, you have to work hard for your love. And like that one was just kind of off-putting. I also didn't really like it because I really love bugs. And I Mm. just spent the entire time really hoping that none of the bugs got hurt. Oh, well, you know, I feel like they definitely lie about what's actually in there. Like, I feel like they, um, yeah, like none of them were, were going to actually harm anybody. Yeah. I didn't have so much of a problem with it. And I could also tell that they asked people who would be cool with it because it was only like three girls that had to do it. So I don't know. I just thought it was, um, weird that they stuck in the women tell all because like you said like I don't really care like why are we watching this now why yeah. like I don't know just but weird. also I think the we've talked we've talked quite a bit and like it's been brought up on this podcast quite a bit the food the fact that we never see the women eating they never eat at the dates it's like a weird thing it's mm-hmm. brought up mm-hmm. um they have these faux food and so 
I also was like, this is kind of fucked up that, but in my kind, I think it's very fucked up that the two times we see women with food or having a relationship with food on the show is that they don't touch it and they don't eat mm-hmm. or that they are disgusting and they're sh- like in the like shoving it into their face and chugging things. And I mm-hmm. think that really brings up a very unhealthy relationship with food and women already have very unhealthy relationship with food because of the way that society has told us our bodies should be so when you're giving what you're giving us here is you're giving a you don't eat anything and you just sit and look pretty in front of your fish or, or you're you eat everything pancakes, you can for love yeah or you're having an unhealthy like you're shoving and chugging food like I was not a fan of that not just food chugging beer yeah, and I would say like this was one of those moments where I loved Victoria. I was just gonna say that when she was, she just, was like, just like it, no. throwing it on the ground. She was like, "I just started cheating. I'm gonna end cheating." Yeah, stuff that she says like that that it's like, okay, this girl's funny. Like, there's something about her that's like entertaining. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that. That's true. Another like outdated thing that they need to. Yeah, it was like this idea. It was very like fear factory, like yeah, all of it. I was, I said, yeah, it was just like random. I was like, what is this? So it start. It was weird. Yeah. I thought that was weird, and then we move. I also this- think it's weird that we that Matt isn't doing it. I think it would be different if like Matt was chugging. Yeah, and true. so we could see him being uncomfortable. But it's instead, it's like. Or like the egg yolks and the yeah. fact that Katie puked and yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I loved Victoria. The fact that she's like throwing beer and like, yeah, she's, like she's like, no, I don't have to do this. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no. Do? Yeah. So I kind of liked her for like breaking the mold with that. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, so then I, I thought it kind of got like weird that they were like, they brought Katie into the hot seat. Yeah. And I feel like they should have brought Katie into the hot seat to talk about her place as kind of um, uh, what, what do we want to call her for how she handled, you know, the, all the harm that was happening in the house, how she came to everybody's defense. She yeah. To, um, she was just she was an ally. Right. He was, she an, was ally an ally and she was in the right place um, by calling all that out. I thought that if he brought her up, she, he should have brought her up to talk about that, but instead they bring her up to talk about her relationship, a relationship that we Matt, never saw that, that we, we never, never saw. saw we're seeing in this like let's look how it let's see how it was in this little like 45 second recap of her relationship with Matt we are seeing footage that we've never seen mm-hmm. we're seeing footage of them like making out on group dates we're seeing connections and it's like too little I, too late yeah well I'm just like why didn't you show us this this is great television yeah and she was crying Katie, Katie being sent home made so much more sense now because at first it was just like best friends like blah 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 but like she was torn up because when they had their one-on-one and Katie was like I'm falling in love with you I was like where the fuck did this come from like she's never spent any time with him but now in this 45 minutes I'm like whoa I don't remember that that's new that's footage we didn't get to see like so weird like they're just so off the mark I I just can't stand how lazy they are with everything this season it's like okay they don't want any more bullying so let's not talk about it at all so let's just like not even really bring it up too much because they don't like it okay right like no that's not really exactly how to break it down yeah and it's like oh they want more relationships they're not seeing enough of the relationships they really like katie so let's show everybody like katie's relationship because like they want more of that it's like okay too little too late because now we have no context we're Mm -hmm. confused and it's like 
I don't know. They just, I feel like she deserved more than to just sit there and talk about how she like, she, she pined for Matt and like, didn't get his love. I was like, I feel like she's worth more than this. And like, even if, you know, she does feel passionate talking about him. It's like, we didn't learn this about her. This is just like, not the best way to use your time with Katie. I was just like, I I'm confused. I'm just, I mean, yeah, I think they brought her up because I think they wanted to refocus on Katie's romantic story because people want her as the bachelorette. I know it was basically like a calling card. And then at the end she was like, I have, I feel like I'm, I've, you know, come really far with, you know, who mm-hmm. I am as a person and I'm just missing my other person. I was like, Ooh, ooh, ooh. She I was thought like, about girl. that one. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is, this is girl. She is auditioning for the bachelorette. Yeah. I almost even thought they were going to give it to her Announce right it? Then and there yeah. because yeah. sometimes they've done that, but they didn't. So then she leaves and then they bring Abigail up and, I liked, I enjoyed this conversation Mm -hmm. um, because she did talk about how she wasn't sure if she was going to be accepted, um, you know, by the deaf community. And she brings up how some deaf people refer to themselves as deaf with a lowercase d and how some people refer to themselves as deaf with an uppercase d. And Aubrey has actually talked about that on the show before. Yes, Um, she, she I loved that when Aubrey brought that up on the podcast. Yeah, because another thing. It It was a learning moment for me. Right. Because another time we didn't learn enough about somebody else until the mm-hmm. last freaking minute, because we were kind of wondering uh, about yep. her. And just because Aubrey is um, a little bit more well-versed um, than us, we were kind of wondering. So finally, I guess we learned like something valuable about Abigail that's like worth talking about and like actually educational for people like yep. at the last minute. So I did appreciate that she did bring that up and I learned a little something. I'm sure other people learned something um, that basically the implant that she has, um, she wasn't sure how, I think it's the uppercase deaf community would accept her. Right. Aubrey talked about this in a previous uh, episode and Abigail kind of brought it up as well that that the uppercase D deaf community, it's not very normal to have a cochlear implant. Right. Because they are very much like we are deaf and we use sign and we don't have a disability. They, yes. they don't. Yeah. And the fact that you using a cochlear implant is very much like not being a part of that community because now you can hear and now you can, and you are speaking like right. verbally. And so I, I did think it was interesting that finally we learned a little something and, um, basically what she what we gathered was that you know I was she said I was pleasantly surprised with how Mm -hmm. accepting that you know pretty much the the deaf community as a whole was of me and it's like when she said that I was like oh my god like this whole other culture she was probably so immersed in that and and you know even after the fact I'm sure she's doing a lot of outreach with like you know certain you know social media handles and you know people that you know support the deaf Mm -hmm. community and you know help people learn about it I'm sure she's you know so busy doing that and it's like she's been living this whole life this whole time yeah. and it's like it's such a little snippet um so that was nice to hear that she felt accepted yeah I that- felt like the way that she she talked about it and I think this is why she also got a lot of support from uh the uppercase d deaf community and the lowercase d deaf community which she said she got kind of support across the board is because she never called it a disability like she never called it her her hearing and uh, her deafness, she never called it a disability. But when she talked about it on the show, she did that thing where she was like, other people would reference it as this. Right. Like it and was it- never, it was never like, I. the way that I took it was that she never referenced it or right. believed or thought that her deafness was a disability. It was just the fact that other people see it as this. 
That's true. And that's yeah. not what it is. Mm-hmm. That's true. I le- I just feel like I learned a lot, you know? So I like yeah. when I learn something and I like when I see like real stuff because it, it was kind of like a glimmer that would come and go with this season, but there's been some times with it. So I like that we talked about all that. And then, um, I don't know. So that was like the main, you know, girl stuff. And then Matt comes out with his beard. I'm just like, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's all surface crap. I, I don't really remember anything valuable happening when he comes out and introduces himself. Do you? No, I mean yeah. like nothing he miserable. Oh uh, yeah, he did. He looked exhausted. Yeah. He looked so sleep deprived. He looked like, I mean, that was a face of I broke up with the girl that I gave the last rose Yeah, yeah. Face. He was just like, so like, can we oh, get this over man. with? Whatever. Um, Nothing valuable yeah. is talked about in terms of who he is. Big surprise there. I don't know. They tried to like wrap it up, I feel. So they start with Abigail. And I thought Abigail was going to ask him hard questions. I thought Abigail was going to be like, you know, I feel like I did it. I feel like how you treated me, I, I really didn't deserve because- Mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying like he really let her on and like forgot about her and was like oops like yeah not really not cool like really not cool and she was just like I learned a lot thanks <laughs> like she had nothing to say I was like okay maybe she's just trying to like stay away from all of it she's yeah. over it but she had no qualms with him at all and I kind of wanted her to rip into him a little bit more but I know I sure she- I wanted her to be like if you I weren't gonna that. give me a one-on-one date then why didn't right. you send me home at the last right. ceremony? Right. Why did you string me along? Right. Like, that's what I wanted her to say. Like, what was the yeah. thought process there? Butthole. Yeah. Um, butthole. He was such a butthole to her. And she was just like, butthole. I enjoyed my time and I'm really appreciative of you. Thank. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, no. So yeah. then I think he goes to like, maybe Jasenia says something to him and he's just mm-hmm. like, he has all his lines. Like, all oh my God. Things. The Matt he, like, opens his book. He's yep. like, let me go here. Let me find which one I haven't used. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll say this. And then he talks to, um, I think Katie a little bit and Katie kind of like has a little, a little bit of something with him, but he never really felt for Katie or whatever. We didn't see it. So yeah. it's kind of like whatever. And then he finds Serena. He's like, do you want to say anything to Serena? And then he looks at Serena and his eyes glimmer. And he's just like, hi. The one that got away. The one that got away. And Serena's away. like, like Matt's looking at her, like the one she that got fine, away. looks fine, by the way. She's and fine. She looks the woman great. Yeah. And yeah, but yeah, Matt's looking at her like she's the one that got away. Yes, and the Serena's only one he like, cares. And Serena's just like, I still want to get away. Like, how can I get out of here? Like, like she was just like six feet, please. Yeah. Like she was <laughs> so excited that she got away. Yeah. But he, when he saw her, it was like, he was waiting until he could look at her. Like everybody mm-hmm. else was just like, he was thinking about Serena looking at everybody else. And then he looked at Serena and he kind of like, he, he like melted. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like they kind of just reiterated what happened. She was just like, I just couldn't feel that. And and Matt was like, it hurt. Yeah. Like, it was just like, we okay. Um, yeah, there was nothing was, there. Yeah, that was kind of it. And then we spent time on Piper, which I didn't, I don't know. I don't, I never really had a, Yo, I never really I, liked I, Piper. I never liked Piper, but I was kind of also surprised that Piper didn't lay into him. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like, out of the people that I think he led on, mm-hmm. I think he very much led on Abigail with just well, I think he strung Abigail along yeah. I think he led Piper on yeah 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 like it was Le shock that Le Piper shock. didn't make it to hometowns and I really do think he led her on and like their one-on-one date was so close and like no I was not here for it and I yeah. kind of wanted Piper and like you could tell when Piper drove away when she got when she uh went home like 
she she was angry and she was surprised and she was shocked and i think pepper came with a lot of bitterness yeah she was and rightly so rightly so girl um not a big fan but i do think he let her on and i just wanted her to lay in on him and nothing i don't know i feel like it goes back to how she was talking earlier on in the season where she was like emotion isn't like a thing in our family and talking about how we feel isn't really like a thing so i feel like she kind of just retracted retracted back to where she knew was safe and she kind of was just Mm -hmm. like "Mm," like kind of just like had her wall up and was just like I'm over it yeah I said so at this point I was so fed up with like these like do you want to say anything or blah 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 that I wrote this note and I was like so I feel like the overarching theme of this women tell all is not what's being told but what's not being said yeah Mm -hmm. and things that are not being said like Chris Harrison not saying something like there was bullying and it's wrong. It's wrong. And we're addressing this. Mm -hmm. And like the things that weren't said were very, it was very loud. The things that weren't said, the things Abigail didn't say to Matt, but she Mm -hmm. rather would have just like, you know, I guess knowing her place or whatever, as you know, you don't push the lead. Like, I don't know. Nobody really, I don't know. You don't push it. It's been, everything's been too sensitive this season. Don't push him. Don't push it. It's like, no, push him. The silence was the loudest thing in this episode. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was the fact that like, we didn't, we didn't go into, no one was like, Hey, MJ, that's called gaslighting. Yeah. Hey, Victoria, you like, no one said, Everyone was like, Victoria, it's not okay to call people disgusting and call people hoes. But no one was like, what you did was unacceptable. Yeah. No I one mean, held Victoria accountable. They no. called her out, but no one held her accountable. And who should have held her accountable was Bachelor, was yeah. like Chris Harrison. Yeah, Chris Harrison. Because that's usually, to be honest, like, I've said it a couple times, but he usually does a, a pretty good job. And granted, I'd be, I'd be impressed if they used the term gaslighting. I would have been surprised and impressed if they used that. I feel like they're still so outdated and yeah. they're still so behind that I'm, I was just happy to see pretty much on last, uh, all the men tell all, uh, Chris Harrison called out this one dude for being like, like abusive and he didn't say abusive. This is what I'm saying. It's like, we have still have a long way to go with the language, but he was putting people in their place that needed to be. And like, that didn't happen at all. And on this one and um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that was. I, I don't know. Like how you said the silence was the loudest. And then at one point, Victoria just started like crying in the middle of nowhere and like made it about her. We totally yeah. were talking about something else. And Chris was like, why are you crying? And then she was like, I just like, it hurts. Like all the online hate, like I'm her and I sort of had a hard time. I was like, why? Like nobody was even yeah. talking to you. It was just bizarre. I do wonder if with you saying, you know, that Chris Harrison usually calls people out and holds people accountable. I mean, he started to. In recent right. years, he's begun to. But I, I do wonder if maybe with all of the recent issues and all of the fucked up shit with Chris Harrison outside of this, like, with his statements and the interviews and the mm. fact that he's a fucking PR nightmare and also, like, that's coming to light. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really that, deserve to that be I wouldn't right be now. surprised if they had a lot of stuff and they edited it out because they were like, Chris Harrison doesn't have two feet to stand on. That's like, true. He has no we place. Can't, we can't have him talking, telling people what to do and what to say. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because at, at the same time, it's almost like, would that have been received well by people like me who were, you know, previously kind of impressed with him starting to breach that, breach uh, that 
mm-hmm. that wall what would I have been truly impressed by that or would I have been like you know what though like you're not even like looking at yourself that's yeah. true that's true and I you know where you know where I think we're gonna see if that's that's the reason why this is why it looked like this is in the final rows when we get a new host if they bring up anything to do with any of the bullying or the quote-unquote toxic culture or, or Rachel any of that, or Rachel's or, um yeah, past or any of that shit no but I'm saying like if they bring up the cattiness and the cruelty of the other women okay. at the final rows I think that that is probably because they have a new host mm-hmm. and they edited out Chris, Chris Harrison saying it. anything where it or sounded like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. cuz he he has no place yeah, he has no right true. and that's true so we'll, I think, I think we'll see what happens if they bring it back up at the final rows. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if they didn't. Um, I'd be very interested if they did. Well, I feel like the focus for after the final rows is going to be the oh, Rachel, Rachel and Matt mm-hmm. stuff and how, and what happened to them and how they dealt with all mm-hmm. this, um, basically the media frenzy and the, and what happened with her yeah. kind of just like undoing everything and finding out all of her past yeah. and her having to, um, be held accountable. So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how far they go into anything. Yeah. With a new home. Yeah. And I like, think, are they going to, are they going to glaze over everything and just stick a new host because we asked mm-hmm. for it? Or is it like, are you gonna break it down? Yeah. And I think that's what we saw is we saw so much not being broken down, like just like scratching the surface in this women tell all and then we end with what i thought was not funny not silly very uncomfortable very weird was the long segment of them addressing matt kissing with his eyes open oh yeah that was awkward it was so awkward it would have been funny if it was like a little dude but they showed like 45 seconds of him of different shots of him making out with women and then like circling the fact that his eyes were open I was like this is no 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 this is like creepily voyeuristic and then the girls calling him out on it it was like what voyeuristic means (laughs) voyeuristic is like when you're a voyeur it means that you are watching somebody else Oh yeah, it was a little and too intimate. Like, it was a little too intimate. A know. big part, yeah, a big part of like being a voyeur and voyeurism is that you watch other people in like intimate or sexual acts. Yeah. So like voyeurism is the big thing of like, you know, being in a closet and watching or like looking through like peeping Tom or like yeah. looking. Yeah. So it can it be was- voyeurism can be consensual and non-consensual. Um, so like the people can know they're being watched or the people cannot know. And a lot of the time voyeurism is that they don't know they're being watched. And that's what it felt like. Yeah. You're it right. felt like, it felt like Matt was having a sexual encounter and that's what it was. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's a sexual encounter yeah. and we are, and you're putting a fucking montage together of it. And I know. And laughing Poor this poor man. And then on live TV, he's getting like sex shamed. Yeah. Much. Yeah. And then there, he's like, what do you think about it? The la- ladies and the ladies are all like, it was weird. Like they're all, they're all like, yeah, like, none of them in love with him anymore. And they were all just like, it's weird. And he was like, oh really? Like I never really knew. Yeah. It was a little uncomfortable. You're right. It was, it was a bad commentary on like communication and sexual communication because you shamed him. Yeah. You you're shamed right. him instead of being like, you know, that communication and no shame and validation is key. So like, you don't want to judge and yeah. you don't want to shame your partner. So if you think it's 
uncomfortable and you cannot enjoy kissing your partner because his eyes are open, then that is something that you delicately and privately address. You don't put it on fucking live no. television yeah, they just and then just have a to. bunch of women shame him for it. And Chris yeah. Harrison, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I you're hated right. that. Yeah, I, I hated that. I wanted to move past it. I was kind of like, just let him be. Like at this point, yeah. I was like, just, he, it's obviously something that he has never really been confronted with like answering yeah. to and like it's like yeah like he he deserves to do that with his partners and like you don't need to pick it apart like just let it's it be like shaming. it wasn't needed yeah it wasn't needed I hated it and yeah. then like the end of that episode was wild it was like a fucking like up and down up and down it was like we're doing this Chris like kissing stuff and then we're doing this uh you know women asking thing and then we like end which was I thought was so funny um and then we end with Kit lost in the woods Oh yeah, looking for them in the freaking hot tub in the middle of nowhere. It was so funny. Like that was one of those things where I was like, why wasn't this gem in an episode? Yeah, funny. Like we the, we would have liked to see this. Like funny. Like why are yeah. you like, rushing all this like photo dump at the end? And that was like all she said. The whole women tell all in her like amazing outfit. She was just like, I was out there for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's like all she said. It was so funny though because it was like that was something where like no one was hurt there's no harm no one's mm-hmm. being shamed it, it was, was just funny. hilarious yeah. that like kit is clearly a new york city girl and doesn't know how to spend time like, in like hello i just Matt. like I... <laughs> I had no concept of time yeah it had been so long and no and then piper was like it was like 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was good it was a nice little it was a nice little pin but yeah i'm ready for the season to be over to be honest i'm ready yeah. to move on yeah um, i mean they previewed the preview for this last episode oh yeah so, looking intense looking so intense that his dad shows up and i'm yeah, convinced that when we see him um really upset and really torn apart i'm kind of convinced that it has something to do with his dad which is kind of like i don't really know if i'm pissed at at bachelor producers yet i mean i have been this whole time like you done been (laughs) disgusting you've been disgusting um but i I don't know like i just feel like this dad reuniting thing is like gonna be really emotional and it's i feel like it's gonna make me feel kind of icky watching it yeah well the thing i'm yeah, because that's like Matt is we're getting preview Matt breaking down. Yeah. And the thing is, is the way that the preview is set up is they're trying to make it look like Rachel leaves him. Yeah, they are. And that that's why he said, but like she ain't gonna do that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Who knows? No. It's usually never what we think, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's something to do with his dad. Cause that's heavy. And it's like okay, yeah. it's like, are we gonna it's like okay, the one time we're like actually getting into something real about his life, it's like you're gonna torture him with it. It's just like, oh my God. I mean, yeah. I'm granted, I don't really know how the conversation's gonna go, but it looks like some of it is um intense because he hasn't he doesn't really like speak to his dad and they probably offered his dad some sort of a compensation for coming because it, I, I i mean i don't yeah. know i don't know i'm 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 definitely i'm gonna have probably have a lot of thoughts yeah probably gonna i know. am very interested for this next episode because i am the child of my parents are divorced was raised by a single mom and i did not have a strong relationship with my father growing up mm-hmm. yeah. like he 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 didn't raise me he wasn't around like i maybe talked to him like once every six months so i'm gonna be really interested as a child of divorce as a child of a single mom as a child of someone who didn't have a strong relationship with their dad is how that is portrayed yeah how they're gonna portray that 
Yeah. Because there's the right way, which is portraying it as an individual journey because everyone's life is different. And then there's the wrong way, which I am afraid this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen because they've really been hinting it all season long is that uh, this is the way life is for people with divorced parents or that it's like some fucking tragedy the, all the time and it's like it's not like yeah. divorce is not a tragedy and like it's not easy but it's not a tragedy yeah um for everybody like it is for some people but it isn't for everybody but also it's like one of matt james's main personality traits has been the fact that he was raised by a single mom yeah so we'll see i mean yeah we have, we have a little bit more time to see if like anything is like shown to us yeah makes us feel any sort of connection to him I I just really have never I don't really feel any sort of like connection I mean like let's be honest the trash bin in me is ready to see that motherfucker cry okay let's get those big boy tears happening like let's let's go let's see some emotion let's see something cry bitch cry hopefully hopefully we get uh we get some realness which we usually do in these last episodes so i'm pretty sure we do we'll have fantasy suites and then um i think after the fantasy suites he knocks somebody off and then it's that's the proposal so then for that i thought we had one episode left no there's two more so i think we'll do the fantasy suites and then um they meet they either meet his family on that episode or they meet his family on the 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 final episode and then he gets their opinions and stuff Mm. on the women and it's two people left and then at the end he basically they have the two women standing there in the dress like ready to get proposed to and like then one of them gets let down and then the other one gets proposed to but he sometimes people don't even propose like colton jumped over a freaking fence and just was like kidnapped kidnapped the one that he liked it was like let's just date that was its own thing but um all i can say usually what i'm so fucking ready for this okay yeah, i'm ready for it Ooh, that npr voice coming in full circle yeah yeah that's like the pas in the back wash, wash your hands a little bit more in the air yeah 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 look down now look up like him working out in the beginning it's just like yeah yeah pump pump pump, pump. can you can you lather more can you lather more body soap on you yeah yeah over the nipples over the nipples just like <laughs> yeah yeah is there any possible way you could do more than one chin up can we maybe get two no okay a box to stand on <laughs> chin-ups are hard we were talking about that when we were watching chin-ups are hard i've got like point point five chin-up in me <laughs> all right well we did this it t- we had some technical difficulties with these last two episodes if anybody is listening and notices a little difference we were using another hosting site that was giving us a lot of problems and feedback and we actually had to re-record some things. So that's why this all took so long. We used Zoom this time. So um, I think it went better, but yeah. So make sure you check uh, check both these episodes out. I have Malia on both of them and can't wait for the final two episodes. Yes, I'm so excited. Thanks for joining me, Malls. This was so fun. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. How long were you holding that in? Oh, no, I don't hold burps in. It's bad for you. Okay. I got to let the, got to let the devil out. (laughs) Public service announcement. Don't hold your burps in. Let the devil out. Let it out. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's it's been a great time. (laughs) No, seriously. Love you. Okay. Thanks, BBs. Bye, BBs. Bye.